Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production. A dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z. Box came back from the dead, sort of, with the hard work and dedication of Leaf and his mana. And he is pretty. And he is a pretty monstrosity. He is the Dungeon Falls in which to <laughs> There's only two for some reason. <laughs> There's only two Dungeon Balls. No, no, y'all don't understand. Those those idols we're supposed to be after? What do you think they are? Those are the dungeon balls? Wow. Yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. It's just a stupid catchphrase. <laughs> yes, but you can make it a, a real thing. You can insert these items into the wild. The wild? <laughs> yeah, the wild. Okay, Joyzy. <laughs> I'm close enough. <laughs> Uh, box came back from the dead <laughs> and there were arguments and hugs and everything was fine and no one was sad and horrible things weren't happening in the background far away but as has been previously stated and may become referentially to the people listening you should know what this is because you will have had things released but <laughs> To the people here, or one of them knows what it is, but as you begin to travel toward Nocturne Hills, there's a great quaking and rumbling of the earth. It lasts several minutes. The aftershocks come back and, you know, I mean, it's an earthquake. It's a really big earthquake. The, like, ground doesn't wrench open or anything like that. Uh, dramatic like that, you might fall over, you, you might not. It's not particularly important. But just know, there has been a great quaking as you make your way to Nocturne Hills. The minute it starts, Nisa's just on Truth's back. <laughs> just like, Grayson, make it stop! <laughs> like, what the fuck do you think I can do? And he probably falls over because you're on his back. Uh, while the, the earth is quaking and my knees are shaking, uh, Riley's going to like, just glance over to Leaf and ask, is this something we should be concerned about? Uh, so what Leaf can do about this is, uh, theoretically, I can expend one of my mythic powers. And now that I have access to fifth level spells... Uh, I believe I now have access to commune with nature, which lets me learn about terrain in 
so on and so forth, out to one mile per caster level, so nine miles. Um. Okay. So, uh, is that just in an in general thing, or is it you ask it questions? Yeah. As you become one with nature, attaining knowledge of the surrounding territory, you instantly gain knowledge of as many as three facts from among the following subjects. Ground or terrain, plants, minerals, bodies of water, people, general animal population, presence of woodland creatures, presence of powerful, unnatural creatures, or even the general state of the natural setting. And so, I guess, general state of the natural setting. Okay. What, what's poppin'? Um, there has been a great upset. There has been a shift quite literally uh, in the orientation of this area uh, and perhaps beyond it, you're not sure. Um, and an overwhelming sense that things are about to change. Uh, I, I don't really get any hint as to like what's causing that. Uh, it is beyond the bounds of the spell. Okay, that's fine. And um... you, you, I think you would know that this effect has occurred beyond the bounds of the spell. Like, you wouldn't understand that. Okay, that's that's cool. Um, uh, and then, uh, just for the gits and shiggles of it, uh, presence of powerful unnatural creatures, and, uh, you know, people. Just see if there's, um, like, any other people in the vicinity, and are there any, you know, big, nasty monsters in the vicinity? Uh, power within nine miles, powerful, unnatural monster to the north, and uh, there's a couple people within range. Uh, they seem to be mostly either alone or in small groups. Uh, which direction are we heading? <laughs> East. It says, well, uh, whatever it is that's causing this, uh, is, is a quite a distance away, you know. Well, uh, at least 10 miles, I'd, I'd wager. Um, I don't think, uh, at least from here, I, I can't tell if it's a, a creature or some sort of magical event, but I do know after speaking with the spirits... <laughs> oh God, that, that sounds so like, you. <laughs> uh, but I, after um, speaking with the spirits in the area, it does look like there's uh, something nasty of a particular strength to the north of us so uh, I, I think our course should be safe uh, there are a few uh, stragglers scattered about the area separate from us as far as I can tell as well uh, but I, I suppose that's neither here nor there uh, I, I don't have an answer for what's happening why don't we try to pick up the pace then everyone yes Grayson, get me to Grandmama's house. That's where we're headed. Go faster. We'll make everyone else go faster. We're going. Go. I, we're going in the right direction, Nisa. God damn it. I don't like the earth shaking. Go. Neither Hurry. do I. I guess you all push forward an itsy bit faster because you're kind of limited by your carts. Um, Fuck it, they can hoof it too. I don't care if they're exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So you push forward, uh, approaching the distant uh, structure, which is a little weird looking. It kind of looks like somebody tried to build an impressive, like, citadel, but with no idea of what a citadel was meant to really be. Um, So there's, like, towers that are very narrow all over the place, and there's stairways that sort of create walls, but there's just like archways through the walls, and there's just portals all over these things. Um, And Grayson will lead you through this structure. You pass a few other people on the way that are coming out of one, going into another, etc., as uh, he leads you to one of these portals, and you pass through. A few hours later of overland travel, a light can be seen through the darkness, uh, or rather a small collection of lights. Uh, They don't really highlight anything from the distance that you're at, but uh, they do act almost as a beacon. And as you grow closer and closer, those of you with dark vision would obviously begin to notice the city of... Uh, Nocturne Hills. Okay. Riley, I kind of have to tell you something before I get there. Okay. Okay, so I always talk about Grandmama's house, right? But it is not really house, okay? It is kind of sort of a palace. Mm Mm-hmm. And... She is very, very proud of it. So probably nobody should say they do not like it. Well, if it's a palace, I doubt that'll happen. Well, it is palace, but it is like you will have to have uh, your your stone or a candle or something. There's no lights there. Um, but yes, it is. It is. I don't want everybody going all stupid because it is palace. Riley comes in. Oh, it's really only like a plus-sized mansion. <laughs> huh, I thought it would be bigger. <laughs> oh, uh, granite. Couldn't afford the marble, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, get him out of our system before we act, before any of you actually insult the strain up. <laughs> I will let everyone know to mind their manners when we arrive at this palace. Okay, thank you. He nods. So, as you travel through the city, though your lights are quite dim here, uh, you are able to see other people walking around. They often glance up uh, at these strangers that need light and whatnot. The lights... uh, above the city that acted as a beacon appear to be just that as a form of distant identification. They don't really shine enough light to like actually bring light down on the city itself. Uh, Occasionally you might see a light or two here or there, um, but it's very sparse. Um, The Go ahead and everybody but 
Shadow, give me a perception. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, it's really not high, and it's not visually based, so oh. what'd you get? Oh, well, I got a nat 1 for an 11. Okay, an 11 will uh, let you hear that um, every once in a while you hear somebody nearby say, hello, Duke, or hello, Duchess. Um, Leaf, on the other hand, with that 32, um, you would be able to kind of peer into the shadows, picking up highlights and whatnot. Also, you have low light vision, so the light casts a bit further for you. Mm. Um, and a lot of people are giving you strange looks. Like, I mean, not you specifically, but the group as a whole. But they seem to recognize Truth and Shadow. And those are who are being referred to as Duke and Duchess. I, I, I think... Uh... You know, he, he quirks his ears as he, you know, hears hears the these utterances, and then uh, I, I think he'll slow his pace to, uh, you know, get in line with those. I, I'm assuming he's kind of like at the front, um, and uh, he'll just kind of like lean over and quietly, uh, m- maybe not whisper, but you know, trying to be somewhat subtle about it. He'll say. Uh, I had no idea you two had titles. Well, yes, um, because Grandmama is the Grand Duchess Serena of Nocturne Hills. I take it that's very important. <laughs> well, that means she is in charge of uh, the... the. It's not really... How do you say? It's not just the city, but the countryside and everything around it. It is the whole area. Yes, she is Grand Duchess. She she is the ruler here. Uh, I'm gonna roll up your 32 and give you a little bit more as well, Leaf. Uh, you would be able to notice uh, in the dim light that through which you perceive some uh, every once in a while, like something passes through that seems to simply add more shadow to the whole mix and like just be darker. And uh, you don't notice as much deference from these individuals. Um, You have a feeling that they are individuals, but you cannot really make out their shape for the most part. Um, I think once or twice you might notice that they're wearing something and that their clothes are definitely defined, but they themselves are not. You know, and continuing in the spirit of like, quietly conferencing with his two friends here he'll just say um are, are these roving clouds of darkness dangerous they are shade uh, they stand out more than some uh I, I think in particular to the lack of light in their vicinity is is that something to be concerned about uh, is, is grandmama, is, grandmama is shay but then she is also violet. It means she had uh, gone to the ritual at one time and got special powers. They are like grandmama, but they did not get the special violet power. Hmm. They are people. Um, I cannot say they are all necessarily very good peoples, but they are peoples and they will not do anything to us because this is grandmama's territory. Well, okay. And you can make me a planes check if you would like, Leaf. 
my specialty. I've been putting points in this. That's a natural 20 for also a 32. Nice. The dice gods smile upon me, Imperial. <laughs> so, uh, Shay are outsiders. Um, they're immortal in terms of age, uh, but uh, they can be killed, of course. They tend to hold themselves above many of the other denizens of the Shadow Plane uh, as a sort of nobility, generally. Uh, they have humanoid shapes, although they seethe and, in fact, are living darkness. Uh, and thus, unless you are a Shay, you can't really see their outlines unless uh, they, like, wear things to aid with that. Interesting. Uh, well, before we pass through town proper and head out to Grandmama's, does anybody need anything? Um, I don't know, Shadow. That sounds like a shopping trip. Well, kinda, but I do not know what you need. Um, have you ever been to Palace before? Mm, can't say I have. Okay, well, you will have uh, a men servant assigned to you that will help you um, and should be able to get you most things you need. But if you can think of anything in particular, now would be the time. I struggled to think of anything in particular, though I'm a bit taken aback by being assigned a manservant. Oh, everybody has one. And don't worry, they will make sure that it is somebody that can speak the languages you speak. Will likely be a KO, but maybe not. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So the ground rules are very, very simple. The, um, the south wing is for everybody. Uh, there is all kinds of stuff. There are game rooms uh, and uh, libraries and sitting rooms and dining rooms and just all kinds of stuff. Uh, plenty of stuff to do. And everybody can go there. Um, the West Wing is for the guests. That is where your, your personal rooms are. And of course, each of your personal rooms will have sitting rooms and bathrooms and things of that nature. And so you can go anywhere in West Wing and South Wing that you want to go. And the East Wing, you can only go there if you are accompanied by a staff member or a family member because that is the family private quarters. And the North Wing, you cannot go to at all. Wow. Well, because the harem is there and that is Grandmama's private harem. And unless she says you can, she can... Sometimes she will say, you can go play with her. But if she does not say that, you do not bother them. I think maybe he blushes slightly at that and says, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, Riley crosses his arms and says, oh, Leaf's going to be very disappointed that the harem room's off limits. You, he's just well, talking to me about how much you were looking forward to a good harem. I mean, she might tell you you can go because you have all been very good to me. But you uh, have to wait for her to give permission. Also, no if worries. she thinks she was pretty, if she thinks you are pretty, she will ask you, do you want to join her? But just tell her no, that you have other stuff to do. 
<laughs> Riley just kind of like looks over his shoulder like Russo, Nina, and whoever else is behind us, and he just says, did everyone get all of that? Yes, I think so. And Nina's just like, <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, when Nina, do not worry, because I have... um so many clothes it is stupid so i will have some dresses sent over for you to uh you can use uh pick out what you like um uh, to have so that you have proper clothing for dinner and everything and you can just keep whatever you like i will not miss it uh so there is that i do not have any clothes for the men but maybe truthful shirt uh when when the signs to you uh uh Thank you, Shadow. Or thank you, like like the formal, yeah, version of your name. So, um, but if you bought clothes from Truth, you are probably going to have to uh, alter them a little bit because he is much taller than all of you. So, but your man servants will be able to help you with that. Well, I do still have my wedding tuxedo. That should do fine for uh, formal dinner wear. Those of you uh, still around can make a perception as well. And those of you still around, why did I even say that? <laughs> those, those of you that aren't shadow can make a perception. <laughs> it's because Troy's not with us, obviously. Jeez. <laughs> God, it's another nat one. Eight Are life. there any windows in the palace? He could be here. <laughs> <laughs> You're glassed breaking in the distance. Brock's back! Uh, Yay! She's <laughs> um, gonna kill me on that one. Uh, so, uh, Leaf, I think you would notice in the few people that that pass by uh, as you're able to get a better look at them. Um, the general... Like, you can tell that there are poor people and richer people here from the make of their clothes, and the richer people seem... And pretty much all of these shadowy folks um, are wearing very skin-tight clothes, some of which appear to be made out of a strange, uh, shiny material, uh, much like the dress that uh, Shadow wore to Rousseau's uh, mansion, or his father's mansion, rather. Oh, and Riley, I have good news for you. You were so disappointed when there was no dancing at Lord Rousseau's house. There is always a ball after dinner at Grandmama's in the courtyard. This is delightful. Why should we ever leave? Well, because we have to save the world. Yes, I mean, outside of that. we can come back after that if you want. You can come back. Uh, from the sounds of it, this sounds like a place that I would be very interested in coming back with Victoria. Oh, yes, you can come anytime. Grandmama loves to have the guest rooms all filled. I'm going to hold you to that, Shadow. Okay. <laughs> so you make your way through the city and up a path uh, that, like, switchbacks up a sizable hill that uh, were you capable of seeing vast distances in the dark, uh, you sure would look down upon the city. But none of you can see super far in the dark, except kind of shadow. I think you've got 120 feet. Yeah. 
so you uh, are able to go up this path. You have a general idea of like the cities below you because the beacon lights are still there. And there comes before you a large, very ornate gate to which at the approach of uh, at the approach of Nisa and Grayson, uh, you will hear, Duke, Duchess, welcome back home. And the gate will swing open. It's not very creaky. It seems like it's well cared for. And uh, you make your way into the rather ornate grounds of the Amethyst Palace. Oh, yes, I forgot to say, Leaf. There are four very large gardens here full of all kinds of plants from all over the Shadow Plane. And if you like, I can arrange for the gardener to take you for a tour and tell you about him. Oh, yes, that, that sounds awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> you can come too, Riley. If you'd like. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if you insist. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I know you were particularly excited about the whole harem thing, but <laughs> well, yes. Uh, I mean, if anything, it just gives me an excuse to put one skill point into knowledge nature, since I'm slowly going around putting one rank into all the knowledges. I mean, it would help me expand my understanding of what you leaf seem so well versed in. <laughs> I will make sure this is taken care of. Our party signs up for a guided tour. <laughs> Chris is just over there. I was like, am I going to put a rank in knowledge harem or knowledge nature? <laughs> That's going to be the debate next time. Next level up. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you, you travel forward, the gardens uh, stretching out on either side of you as you make your way towards the front of the palace. And those of you without dark vision, this is all kind of creepy because, like, you're on these carts and you can just sort of barely see, like, plants on the sides of where you're at and just darkness everywhere else. Yeah, I'm pretty sure by this point, Riley, a continual thought of Riley's is that he's going to be pretty psyched to be in a land once again, eventually, where you can actually see stuff. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Through a series of simple, small uh, interactions. Uh, the carts are uh, halted, taken with, like, to go be parked, basically. Um, and... Uh, you are granted access to the Amethyst Palace uh, as guests of the Duke and Duchess. So, where are Shadow? Where, where is Shadow uh, taking her friends? Oh, Shadow goes to the front door, and she's just Nisa is Nisa. She just goes in, and she's like, "Grandmama, I'm home." Okay. And which wing is it that has lights? Because I know there's one of them that does. Uh, the harem wing, because a lot of the harem members can't see in the dark. And that is on the opposite North, side? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so uh, it's very dark. 
Riley, your iron torch uh, is providing light for you at the moment. Where is the butler? Um, you hear some some steps approaching swiftly. Ah, young duchess, please forgive me for being late. I was a touch preoccupied. Oh, no, I'm not mad, but as my friends, they cannot see it though. Will you pass out some candles? Uh, yes, of course. Please wait just a moment and he'll run off and he'll return shortly and he will provide each of you with like a little candles, uh, one of those little candle tray things and a candle made of a very translucent sort of almost purplish uh, wax and when alit, a violet light uh, expels from them that seems to cast a normal distance uh, despite um, much of the light being cast uh, a very low distance so this makes it a little bit easier for everyone to see nice uh, basically it'll give you uh, an easy like 15 feet of dim light uh, 34 leaf fucking show off nice Got a low light vision show off <laughs> <laughs> so um where is grandmama I believe she's entertaining herself at the moment, my lady. Okay. Um, well, then if you will show everybody to rooms, make sure they have their servants assigned, and tell the female servants to come by my place and pick up some dresses for the girls. And then also can you tell my lady to uh, bring up some brandy and some honey cakes I want to eat while I'm getting dressed. It should be done at once. Should I inform your grandmother? Um, just tell her we are here and uh, find out where, what room we should present ourselves to her when we are all through cleaning up and changing clothes. Close, madam. It should be done right away. And he tromps off into the darkness. Uh, this was a KL man for those who I did not tell, which was anybody. Um, <laughs> so they will come and take you to the rooms where you can make yourself ready to present yourself to grandmama and then after that you are pretty much free to do what you want until dinner time um, like I said I can have the gardener show you around you can always just uh, use the swimming pool if you've got nothing else to do and uh, or there's books to read in the libraries uh, if you play music you can use music that kind of thing um, but uh, a little bit later a bell will ring the first bell means that it is time to go dress for dinner and then the second bell will mean it is time to gather for dinner and uh, your servants will show you the way to the uh, parlor where we gather for dinner well okay well Duchess uh, uh, Russo steps up call me impressed it is not so different from your house well, so far, but I've seen all of, I think, 10 feet of it. <laughs> but like I said, you all have time to explore. I think I'll take you up on that. But for now, I believe it is appropriate to dress for the location. Uh, yes, you want to be dressed nice when you present yourself to Grandmama. And uh, shortly thereafter, uh, a variety of servants uh, 
manservants and handmaidens will uh, be presented to the group, each of which uh, matching with one of you and taking you to your rooms. Shadow, yours does not because uh, you would know ahead of time, of course, that they are fetching uh, yeah. the things she, you were she, she knows where her room's at anyway. Yes. I should just grab Void by the hand and say, come on, you come with me. All right. And he will go along with you. Grayson, are you coming? Yes, yes. Uh, he'll follow up shortly behind. And the rest of you are left with your uh, servants to either follow or try and ditch. I think that Riley's orders of business are going to be to bug Russo to see how many outfits he actually brought along because Riley only has his wedding tuxedo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So like you ask him and he like in his backpack uh, of course they need to probably be you know either ironed or taken out for a bit uh, because they've been folded up in a backpack but he's got a couple of outfits okay yeah then uh riley will uh parlay to borrow <laughs> one of russo's uh outfits so that he at least has a couple of decent outfits to um juggle during the stay here and then i think his other order of business is i don't know how if he's gonna actually like use the servant for like servant stuff but he's gonna more so use the servant as like just someone to hang out with so he's gonna ask the dude just like general questions and Get a feel of the palace itself, you know, um, the people that are here, the, the servant's name, you know, his life, that, you know, basic hanging out stuff. Uh, with the ex- So for the general information, Tracy, would you like to fill that in? Because you know more of it than I do. Oh, OK. So basically, Grandmama, because she's older, like Shadow doesn't even know how old she was. She asked her father one time about how old they were, and her father said, well, he thought he was like between three and 400 years old, and that his mother had had to be at least that old when she had him. So she has no real idea, but she gets bored easily. She's seen everything, so she just constantly entertains. So the South Wing just has pretty much anything you could be interested in doing for fun is, is, is there. Uh, there's even a big indoor swimming pool, which is like her pride and joy. Um, so lots of entertainment. Um, the the rooms y'all are in are more for y'all's private use. Um, other than your individual servants, nobody will really come in there. There are shared common rooms that y'all can gather on that floor. Um, but there's probably a lot of other guests around too. Um, and most of them are probably shaped. Okay. Cool. There may be a few chaos that are more well-to-do things like that, but most of her guests are going to be Shay. Right. Uh, so then, uh, one of the questions I know Riley would ask is, how how did a servant boy McServant come to be a servant? Um, most of the people here, the servants and the harem included, they sign up for it because working for one of the Shay, especially a higher up Shay, provides you not only with good pay, but 
protection and security that you couldn't get living outside of that lifestyle because it's very dangerous to live in most all towns and things of that. Wonderful. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, yeah, it seems like then there's a, a good feeling about this place. I feel like that Riley's pulling from this so far. So towards the tail end of his uh, little hangout with uh, Servant Boy here, he's going to uh, see if he can't just squeeze some interesting gossip from him. <laughs> Maybe about oh. other guests. Um, uh, probably diplomacy for that one. Sure. And I was like, please don't be a nat one. Not my third nat one. No, it's a nat three for an 18. <laughs> uh, if, if you have any rumors in mind, Tracy, you can go ahead as I, long as I you're don't, not I don't know about, in real trouble. Yeah, I don't know about any of the guests um, because that's all up to you who's staying here and why. Um, as far as things with the family that the servants might find a little odd. I think the fact that Nisa is really, really close friends with one of the uh, longstanding members of the harem is a bit unusual. So, like, that would be the dirt on her. I think you can have that one. Gotcha. Uh, and the, uh, the servant man's, the manservant's name is Frederick. All right, Freddy. Please call me Frederick. Well, since you said please, though you honestly you do look more like a Freddy to me, but names are important. I understand that. I don't make traps. <laughs> Is that a <laughs> thing? <laughs> That's a Scooby Doo joke. Oh wow, Oof. man, <laughs> damn, right over my head. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. No, it's good. It's good. I'm sure someone left. <laughs> uh, I think for her part, Nisa just kind of blows into the common room that is uh, the sitting room that her and Grayson share and kind of points to her door and tells Void, you know, that is my room. You can wait there. I have to help this one get out of his armor and pick out something tasteful to wear. What do you mean, pick out something tasteful to wear? I know how to dress myself. That is debatable. He just huffs. But you help him out of his armor. Okay, mister, I know how to dress myself. What shirt are you going to wear? This one. And he holds up, like, a rather tight-looking, like, mesh shirt. Well, I guess we are dressing casual right now, so... I could let you get away with it, but I worry about you. Okay, fine. You dress yourself. I have to go try to find clothes that don't make me look cold. What? Yes, evidently. When I wore the dress in Mr. Russo's house, I looked cold because it did not have a back. That wasn't what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. Go ahead. So, I have to see if there is anything in my closet that has sleeves, at least. I'm sure you do. 
Whatever. Get yourself dressed. I will be back to fix your hair in a little bit. Fix his hair? Yes, fix your hair. No, this is me as Sean. Okay, so like, what do you envision his hair looks like? Well, based on all the stuff I wrote, he has pretty long hair. She's not going to let him just run around looking like a ragamuffin. Okay. I pictured him with shorter hair. Well, that's because you tell me to write stuff and then you don't read it. No, I read it. I just forget most of it. Anyway, okay. You're playing dress up with your brother. Well, she will go search through her closet for something that doesn't make her look cold. Okay. I'm sure you find something. There is a wealth of clothing from what I've been informed. Yeah. It's just not what she would typically wear, so she probably has to dig for it. Avoid's like, are you having trouble finding something to wear? As you, like, shuffle through piles of clothes. Well, this side of the closet is all the casual weather. And I am trying to find something that does not make me cold. I honestly forget, like, who made this statement? Was it Boyd made it. It was Boyd. He looks through, like, all of the clothes and is just like, I don't think you're going to find any. Why are you in my closet, anyhow? Nosy? Sorry? What do I want to wear? You tell me. Whatever you want to wear. Okay, but if you try to wrap a blanket around me or something. (sighs) He just rolls his eyes and sighs and goes and he steps out of the closet. Do you need your chest from the room? Your clothes are in the chest in the room. Should we fetch the chest? Boyd put all of his stuff in her chest. Oh, Okay, I was confused for a second. As you just said, the room. Hi, Mark. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. Then she will pop in and grab the chest and bring it back out. Okay. He will dress in his fancy robes. Instead of his travel robes. And of course, she'll let the uh, servants for the women to come in and grab some dresses and such, both from the casual and the formal side, to take to the girls. Okay. And so they do. Leaf, what are you doing? Uh, I think he's really excited to take that tour of the garden. A shadow, have you set that up? I mean, she would tell her servants to make sure it was arranged. She's not actually going out and doing it. Okay. That's peasant work. <laughs> so, uh, you are led by your peasant um, to uh, the gardens where the gardener has been informed and is awaiting your presence. Uh 
things away. I think he's just trying to be as polite as possible. Like a lot of these folks are probably servants and whatnot, but he's basically like, you know, gesturing and bowing and so on. Basically, it's as if uh, he was meeting the Duchess herself or something. You know, he's, he's being overly, like, painfully polite to everyone. Okay. Are you doing that out of, like, not knowing who to do it to or just out of being... Right. He, he doesn't know anything, really, or as, as far as, like, dealing with royalty. He's been so far removed from that. Okay. Well, I think... Uh... Okay, so if you're being very polite to everyone as you pass, um, you pass by one of these uh, shadowy individuals dressed in a very tight uh, dress made of this shiny uh, material and wearing a porcelain mask. And so you like say say some greeting and, and bow and whatnot. She kind of scoffs and just like I guess Estrina's just letting anybody in these days oh uh, sorry oh you have a manservant with you so tell me elf you are an elf right yes uh, very astute of you not so you don't get many of your kind around here what are you doing here uh, visiting, I, I believe. Uh, I've been accompanying uh, Shadow and her journeys. I, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar. Unfortunately. Oh, uh, do you not get along? They're not real nobility. She's one of the most noble women I've ever met. Well, and I guess you've not met very many real women, have you? She, like, takes a step closer to you. And, you know, I, I don't think he, he realizes any undertones for, for, like, what's happening. He's just like, well, you know, I, I spent quite a few years traveling, actually. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been through so many villages. I think I've lost count at this point. And, uh, you know, most, most of the people are super friendly. And, you know, he, he's basically just, like, nervously rambling. <laughs> Have pretty cheekbones, Elf. And uh, you know, he he just like like touches his face. He's like, oh, m maybe I do. <laughs> and uh, he's like, but you know, I, I you'd actually be surprised by how uh, the the type of variety of cuisine, even just in in these like smaller regions. And you know, I feel like the 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 noblest of the women out there are actually excellent cooks. And you know, but there's more to them than that. And you know, just just rambling and rambling. You know, word vomit. <laughs> she stands there for a minute. Uh, go ahead and roll me a sense motive. Okay. I, I just want to intentionally fail it. <laughs> God damn it. That was a 25. So I, I have a feeling like you, you're like catching up on this a little too late and like it's all building up. But like you're word vomiting out and then like you feel like you begun to annoy her, <laughs> but then she seems amused, 
uh, like like it started out as oh great this one won't shut up effectively and then like just what keeps coming out and like the sincerity of it she she finds you almost funny mm-hmm. so uh i'm just waiting for her to stab me says <laughs> <laughs> that's enough elf i'll send my woman for you later and she walks off I think he just turns the box and he's like, what just happened? Box. <laughs> like, big shrugs. The fact that he fits inside here. Like, because this is probably before you quite got outside. But mm-hmm. uh, he still fits. This is yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's it's a palace. I was expecting, you know, vaulted ceilings and, you know, giant reinforced doors everywhere. Yeah. So you get you get outside uh to the gardener a uh a KL woman and he's like you the one the duchess said to give a tour around Yes uh, are, are you the the gardening horticulture expert Yes I'm the gardener <laughs> Oh excellent to hear uh I've actually studied this stuff and you know, again, just just like word vomit. He's. I just spend some time learning the way of the grain. I actually speak to plants sometimes, and you know, this is my friend Box. And Wasabi's around here somewhere. He has a pointy stick, and uh, hopefully, he's not getting up to no good. I've I've warned him about the graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just over there. You hear clicking, 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 clicking of a spray can. <laughs> I, I figured he was just like carving like the cool s into various wooden surfaces the cool s. <laughs> i don't know what it's called <laughs> i've only heard it i'm sure everybody fucking knows what it yeah. is. <laughs> we all know oh fuck <laughs> if you know you know oh shit so she seems very impressed in in fact at least by box. Um, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. Oh, this person's gonna love me. 25. She seems very impressed. Um, and she uh, happily goes about showing you the wide variety of plants that she cares for. Uh, although there is a section of one garden which she... Uh, is that unfortunately since you can't see in complete darkness uh we can't go in there with your light uh it will be detrimental to the plant and then uh, uh you know that won't stop me and then he's just like as he like grows bark and like develops dark vision <laughs> on the spot <laughs> she's just like oh um and uh, he says there uh, i should be able to snuff the light now Okay. Um, you, and, and your manservant just with you is just like, oh my. <laughs> and, and you go in and there are these uh, strange flowers uh, within the garden there. Uh, they're covered in a very intricate natural patterns. What probably stands out to you most, though, is that despite using dark vision, Excuse me, goddammit. 
despite using dark vision, which normally, of course, you don't see any color, uh, they seem to have color. Very vibrant <laughs> color, in fact. And uh, they are... There's not, like, a lot of them or anything. In this chamber that it is effectively, uh, which is overgrown on the outside by a wide variety of different kind of vine flora. Um, it is completely pitch black in here, and these flowers, uh, there's only like six of them. And they are, they have these big patches around them of very, very rich soil. Um, it smells a little weird, um, like the, the earth itself. Uh, you can't quite place why. Um, likely some sort of fertilizer that is endemic or completely not available in the material world. Um, but these six individual flowers uh, sit there and are perhaps the most vibrant thing you've seen in the entire plane since being here. Oh, wow. It, this is brilliant. It's, it's, uh, it, it seems like these are... Uh, held in their own plot. I, I imagine these are fairly important. Uh, Extremely hard to grow, and they'll die at the slightest blink of light. Do they have any practical uses, or are they just for decoration? Uh, I'm honestly not sure. Uh, the lady keeps them for their rarity, I suppose. I know. I just know the care for them. Knowledge nature. Go ahead and make a knowledge nature. 25. Everything's a 25. Uh, you're not really familiar with these. Um, you can... You get sort of a feeling that they are um, exceptionally rare, of course. Possibly even innately magical. Hmm. But beyond that, you you don't have anything really to compare them to other than they vaguely sort of look like lilies in, in terms of their shape. Interesting. They they must be very rare. I, I, I've never seen anything like these before. Interesting. Uh, I believe each seed costs close to 7,000 gold, so they were very expensive. And it's, it's a local strain. Um, these have been gathered as with many of the plants here uh, they're not local local but they are shadow plane uh, hmm. specific yes interesting well thank you for sharing and uh, he says you know uh, back in the Vardo I actually have uh, some seeds that I've gathered from back on, on the prime material I'm not sure if you would have much luck growing such things uh you know, in, in this region, but I'd be willing to share any strains I have uh, duplicates of. Um, I would appreciate that. Uh, while there's not a, uh, while we have trouble growing uh, plants from your world, uh, some of the ones from the dark side can subsist here. And. Uh... He, he he just like thinks to himself for a moment and then um you know as as they've been like walking through the garden you know like all, all the plants are reacting to his presence 
just because that's that's how he does things with flowers. Uh, but I think and uh, as as thanks for uh, you know showing me around the garden, and then I would like to again spend a mythic point to um, that it's it's the productivity version of plant growth, so that like everything that grows in this area is just going to be like ultra violent or not ultra violent, ultra vibrant. Um, and you know, just just grow like extremely well, and he's he's basically just gonna bless the garden in that manner. And, uh, Thank you very much. I've not had a druid here in my garden before. Uh, thank you for your blessings. Well, g- gardens are my specialty. Thankfully, this one should be quite fruitful. Uh, I'm sure the lady will be overjoyed. Good. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think he's, he's just kind of like, you know, going through and surveying the rest of the garden. Um, I, I actually had plans at some point in the future to, to try and, um, crack out maybe like a new set of armor or something, um, for himself. And so I don't know if they've got like access to dark wood or, you know, any, uh, of the special material variants for wood. Uh, but you know, he he would inquire as to those. Um, we have we there is dark wood here and there. It's used in the construction of the palace. Uh, I don't think we have any just laying about though. Mm, I wasn't sure if you had any trees, uh, you know, perhaps on on the grounds. Uh, but that that's um, fine. One, but I don't think the lady would appreciate it being torn up for uh, production. No offense. That's fine. It's good to know. Thank you. Not a problem. Uh, out and around, there's plenty of shade wood. Uh, I'm sure there's dark wood further into the forests, but uh, it can get quite dangerous out there. Ooh, what's shade wood? Shade wood, it's wood like you would have, but more acclimated to the cold um, that our side of the world can... Like normal wood, but shadier. Yes. It's... Here, (laughs) it's no more valuable than your average bit of wood, but just as your wood and its hues and colors are more gain-worth here, uh, shade wood, we found Ghana's more uh, economic use outside in your plane. Well, all right. Uh, then, <clears throat> you know, he, he thanks him for the time and uh, rocks out. Just uh, m- moving on to other bits and bobs of the grounds. Um, and, you know, it's just, I'll, I'll make a note to stop back by with any spare seeds I can uh, offer. Thank you. And I, I think at that point, they're just kind of like wandering the grounds with his tree boys. Okay. So you're wandering about. Uh, you are accompanied by your manservant. Uh, but Nisa? What is Nisa yeah. doing? Well, Has she found something to wear? Yes, I sent you a message. She's, oh, she's I didn't see that. Done, she's done dressed herself and gone over and helped her brother do something decent with his hair and 
everything. And then she will gather up the paperwork from the deal that she made with Russo's father. And she will head back to the South Wing where Grandmama will eventually arrive for the presentation. Okay. She will be dragging Boyd along in tow, of course, because that's what she does. Right. Excuse me. Um, so, uh, Ru- or not Russo, Riley. <laughs> Close enough. I don't have to call on my NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> Russo, what are you doing? Oh, well, I think that Russo... No, go ahead. No, 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 no. you. Yeah, you. I was just trying to cycle through who's <laughs> doing things in my head and uh, ended up with the wrong name. Oh, great. Well, if you were following chat, Riley is planning to overthrow Grandmama so he can loot the house and Shadow can turn it into a temple. Ah, uh, poor decisions. Eh. Eh. Worst decisions have been made in the past. That's true. By people. <laughs> it doesn't make that any poorer of a decision. Hmm. But what is Riley doing? Uh, getting prepared for the um, evening's antics. So let's get okay. dressed, chit-chatting with the, the Frederick. And then I guess he has, if he has time to kill, um, assuming that none of his uh, close allies are like immediately around, he'll probably just try to get a sense of the um, people that are currently guests here. So he'll go to the, uh, I think it was the South Wing, that's kind of open. Everyone has all those fancy like entertainment rooms, like the library and the the swimming pool and all that stuff. Yeah, you you head to the entertainment wing. Yes. What sort of entertainment do you seek? Um, I think Tracy mentioned that there's like music and that we could play music if we want. There's music rooms with instruments about and whatnot. Yeah, and unless there's also like a martial training room for some reason, I, I think that it's been a while since uh, Riley engaged in that one skill rank he has and performed strings. So he might just want to mess around with a stringed instrument for a little bit. All right. Give me a chip. With perform strings. Cool. Strings. Fifteen. Fifteen. You put on a passable performance that you're sure in like a tavern would actually probably net you some money. Uh, but you're doing it just for yourself. You masturbate. Um, <laughs> he like walks in and goes, huh, violin can't be that hard to play. And then he just... <laughs> going at it <laughs> and uh so you spend some time like futzing around with it i imagine it doesn't start out quite that well probably uh, not but by by the, by the time the first bell dings uh i think that it will uh be pretty decent Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no, just ding. Bong, bong. <laughs> Who remembers what one bell stands for? Oh, boy, not me. 
I know. Um. Yeah, like uh, if there if there was a dink knuff that went off, I, I suppose Riley will um slow down in his playing and like glance over at Frederick, and because uh, I'm assuming the the manservant's still like just hanging out. Yeah, I guess. Um, and uh, Riley will say, uh, "That sounded important." Uh, yes, it's time to prepare for dinner, sir. Ah, well. Let's do that, shall we? And Riley will slowly put away the violin. Yes. And he'll take you back to your chamber and aid you in dressing. I can dress myself, thanks. (laughs) Oh, I see you two are a grown-ass man. (laughs) Uh, uh, So uh, he will leave you to get dressed then. Wonderful. So do I find Grandma? Yes, you will find Grandmama. She is no longer entertaining herself. (laughs) And Shadow will just walk in and be like, Grandmama, and give her a big hug. Nisa, welcome back, darling. I have a present for you. And she'll hand her the paperwork. Present? This looks like work. And for somebody... But you're not going to go traipsing around the material plane, most likely, so it's not for you. Of course not. What is this? And she will kind of give it a look over. And remind me what what the they were trading diamonds for. Because the uh, Church of Abador ran out of diamonds needed to help the people in Stormblood. No, I, I know that, but wasn't there like a trade-off like agreement sort of thing? Well, no, she was just finding somebody on the material plane to handle that end of it. So her grandma could send an emissary to set up the trade. And, like, she wasn't actually negotiating the deal itself. Okay, I gotcha. And with any luck, this would prove quite fruitful for both of us. Well, I hope so. The, uh... Lord is handling it is uh, the father of a friend of mine. By the way, uh, Riley and Leaf are here. Hmm. Did the other one die? The other one? The short rocky one. Oh, no. He went, uh, he had to go home because there was problems and he had to go take care of them. Um, by the way, this is Void. Yes, Void. I've heard a bit about you. Yes. Well, he's in with me. And, of course, Grayson is pouty about that. But, oh well. So. Well, if she at all bores you, you're welcome to take up residence in Northwing. And she, like her mask, sort of flexes like she winked. But uh, yes, there are there are uh, some people traveling with us. Um, we have these dragon's blood, enough for both Grayson and I to undergo the ritual. Impressive. 
And uh, we also kind of need the help of your portal monster. That can be arranged. So, but I do not want to worry about all that tonight. It is good to be home. It's good to have you home. The blood will be pressing. It curdles quickly. Uh, send it to Ross time. He will keep it preserved. Um, okay, Ekron has the blood right now. The, the dragon slayer you sent me to meet? Yes. He has it. He is in the guest wing. Very well. I will have to meet with him. Is he well? Oh, I fixed him. He is no longer cursed. He can fight dragons again now. He's not bad looking for an older man. He wasn't that bad looking when he was a younger man either. Did not know him then. He said he's about 90. Yes. Maybe you can talk him into uh, accompanying you to dinner. We shall see. It is good to see you again, Nisa. And Grayson, he is here? Yes, he is here. He is, well, he was in the room when I left him, but it's Grayson. He is probably in the headroom by now. Um, one more thing, though. When yes. I leave, I am going to take my matters, okay? Okay. I will bring it back. Well, if I do not die, I will bring it back. But I am tired of sleeping on the matters. Well, you will not die. And I suppose if you have means to transport it. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit in my little magical room. All right. But is everything here okay? An odd disturbance, not too long ago, but all over. Things mm-hmm. are the same as they tend to be. Yes, I do not like the earth shaking, but Grayson says he cannot fix that. So. No. I have people looking into if there are any wider implications of it. Perhaps with the Zirak. As they are known to borrow. And I do not want them creating a sinkhole beneath my city. Well, if that is the case, it must be a very big one, because we felt it from far away from here. That is concerning, then. But perhaps a sign that is not the Jirak. Do not know. Uh, the, the, uh, well, maybe Riley and Leaf can tell you more. I think they are smarter than I am. Foolishness. I am not perfect, Grandma. Just almost. And they come nowhere close to you, I'm sure. But they are here. You should probably uh, let the, the people know that they can be presented to you. Very well. Uh, she'll ring a little bell and a manservant will come in and she'll speak to them and the manservant will run out. But if you do not need me for anything, I was hoping to uh, speak with Josephine before I had to get ready for supper. Of course, I will delay supper by a while to have your friends presented to me. Okay. Um, is okay if I leave Void Hero to you then because I know I cannot take him into the harem. 
course. She will. Kind of look at Void and be like, I guess just make yourself at home. I fear she wants me to make it too at home. It's okay. She understands the word now. I will be back shortly. Very well. And off you go. Uh, Leaf, are you are you gonna go get dressed? Are you gonna ignore and traipse <clears throat> around? Yeah, he's definitely traipsing. Okay. <clears throat> so your man servant's like, so that was the first bell for dinner. You should probably get dressed. Oh, uh, sorry. the 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 grounds are so sprawling. I was uh, distracted. Um. Yes, I, I suppose I should. And then he does. <laughs> he goes and he gets dressed. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the I'm sure the grounds will still be there later. Epic foreshadowing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, you and Riley, you go get dressed. Um, where shortly thereafter, there is a... Uh, a manservant that goes around and speaks with your manservants and uh, informs you that you are asked to appear before the Lady Estrina uh, before dinner and where to do so. Hello. Uh, who is that? That's the Violet Lady that you met in Shadow Gira and uh, is shadow's grandmother oh okay uh, <laughs> nice wonderful <laughs> leaves over here sweating bullets <laughs> <laughs> like when he steps his shoes squish because he's sweating so much <laughs> oh that's th- that's just where he stuffed the leftovers from this morning <laughs> <laughs> mushroom shoes. <laughs> you put the cursed stew in your shoes? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Love the feeling of a curse squishing between my toes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then, then yeah, he, he totally goes and uh, he gets dressed. Just kind of like trying to salvage a serviceable outfit from his old wedding clothes. And so he probably looks like an absolute idiot with like a bow tie and stuff. <laughs> Give me a sense motive. I can do that. 16? I don't... I think you have the feeling that's not very well hidden that your uh, manservant is not impressed. (laughs) 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 Well, we, we haven't had time to exactly expand my wardrobe. What should I wear instead? If you'd like, I can uh, try and find something uh, to fit you. The I was informed that you were allowed to take uh, some choice of alteration from uh, the Duke's wares. And so he, he says, she says, you'd do that for me? <laughs> I was instructed to, yes. <laughs> then then yes, uh, let's, let's do that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and because Leaf is actually tall, they probably don't require a lot of modification. Hmm. I don't know how tall Leaf is. Truth is 6'4". Oh. 
I don't think Leaf's quite that tall. No. I don't know where I put... Oh, he's 5'10". So yeah, that's a six inch difference. Cast some large person on yourself. Just roll up the pants. <laughs> and like, he's got droopy sleeves and everything. <laughs> so like, I think you're brought something that like, Truth is probably never worn because it's not his style. It's like a long, uh, shiny robe. Okay. Like made of this very clingy material that isn't super clingy to you because you're not as built as he is. But uh, it's still relatively tight. Okay. Uh, then I will take the bow tie from my original... <laughs> <laughs> my original uh, outfit and I, I will attach it to box at, at a convenient uh, anchor point. <laughs> All right. And, and thusly you are you are uh, led to another area of the house with box and his bow time. Sir box. Sir box. <laughs> Boxster. Mm-hmm. Uh Riley. You you're you're wearing one of Rousseau's outfits. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, a bit better than your wedding clothes. I figured that's why I asked. <laughs> and uh Rousseau, of course, is wearing his other outfit. And it kind of looks like somebody kind of like dressed y'all up in almost the same outfit, but with different colors. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, and uh, you would, on the way, you would meet with uh, Winda and Nina, both of which are wearing uh, very fancy, uh, intricate clothings of uh, a style similar to what Shadow has worn in the past with shiny material and all that. For the most part, very form-fitting. Riley will say to Russo, we are, uh, by comparison, underdressed. <laughs> yes, well, uh, we both, I believe, are dwarfed by uh, Shadow's brother, so there is that. Yes. Uh, remind me to invest in better clothing in the future to carry around with on my travels. <laughs> of course. This, however, I don't know how often this is going to be a thing. Always good to have one backup, though. Yes, and my wedding tuxedo, I feel like, has outstayed its welcome in my backpack. Yes, they tend to do that after a while. Uh, yeah, and I guess um, it's probably fair for Riley and Russo to, like, offer to lead the ladies over to um, the meeting spot. Okay. I am posting images, as I was informed, that... These are what they are wearing, which why these were sent to me instead of posted in chat. I don't know. <laughs> it's so that you could tell us. Yeah, because you're supposed to describe shit because yes. the listening <laughs> audience can't see this shit. I don't know how to describe clothing. What do you think I am? Um, <laughs> Nina, Nina has really long, flowy arms and goes to the floor and has like a fancy thing. I don't know how to describe this. Like a a lace mantle or something. 
clothing. Describing clothing is not your strong suit. <laughs> no, no. There's fabric and buttons, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or something. It is a a heart-shaped neckline that has a like bejeweled built-in uh section of jewelry where you wouldn't have to wear necklaces and stuff with it and those are not technically arms they attach to the back of the armbands on it and flow down behind it it is essentially a strapless dress okay since you're better at this would you care to describe the other one (laughs) um well wins is actually has uh, one bare shoulder and one sleeve shoulder, and the entire top is made out of lace. And then it has a angular cut out of the waist, um, and it is a full-length skirt with a slit up to her hip on one side. There we go. <clears throat> Do not ask me to describe the stuff that hats husband. What I thought. <laughs> oh, it speaks for itself. <laughs> oh shit! It's definitely gonna be Grandma's favorite. I mean, <laughs> oh. And I thought like what Leaf was wearing was closer to like a latex version of Avatar Roku. <laughs> <laughs> but no, apparently it's Botaithon. Yeah, it's a Botaithon. Well, you see, his manservant accidentally pulled wear from Grayson's harem clothing instead of his formal clothing. Uh, (laughs) Leaf, make a choice. What I said or what you posted. (laughs) Definitely the the first one. (laughs) (laughs) So so the first picture? Uh... No, no, the the non thong type clothing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm gonna Google and post the first picture that I see. Oh no! <laughs> Listeners, sure, cover your eyes. Here's something very formal looking. I don't know. <laughs> sure. I don't, I don't know how fancy dressing works. Apparently neither do I. Um, <laughs> Got a three-piece suit that's printed with dollar signs all over it. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done being a distraction. I apologize. <laughs> so you are all brought to a, a chamber in, I believe, another wing of the palace to uh, where the familiar sight of Estrina awaits you. She's wearing different clothes, but she's still, you know, a violet fireball. Um, As you each enter, you are announced and uh, Estrina says hello to each of you and it's good to see you to Leaf and to Riley she kind of just waves at Box and just, like, shoes him over to a corner. Uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get fucked. 
as Rousseau is introduced, she uh, she mentions something about hoping uh, negotiations go well. <clears throat> and she welcomes Winda and Nina and Mozart, who is in a cat suit. No. Um, <laughs> He's in the bow tie thong. Again, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> no, the donkey is not here. Um, the donkey is outside. And uh, is Nisa there? Um, Nisa went to say hi to Josephine. Like nothing real important. She just always goes and speaks to her. Um. So, like, once they're in there and, and getting settled, she'll probably come back. She's not in her dinner clothes yet, but you know, Grandma Ma says she'd delay dinner for her, so. But she'll come mm. back to fetch Void to get dressed for dinner, so. All right. So, uh, partway through the pleasantries, uh, Nisa, like, comes through and grabs Void and leaves. And that's really all it is, kind of, is, is pleasantries and introductions. Mm, yes, quite. Mm, yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Yes, quite. I know the weather. It's been really weird lately. Ah, did you feel that earthquake? That was bizarre. Yes, yes, it was. I have people looking into it. Hope it's nothing serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Epic for Halloween. How close <laughs> uh, to the palace were we whenever that earthquake happened? Um, geographically or time-wise? Geographically, I, I guess. Very, very, very far away. Okay. Uh, then I don't have anything relevant to say on the matter. Yeah, like ha- half a continent away. <laughs> Leaf, you've been awfully quiet. Do you have anything relevant to say? Yes, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> the, the servant helped me pick out my outfit. <laughs> the color seems to suit you. How would you describe that outfit, Leaf? For the others at the far end of the table who maybe can't make you out too well. Oh, it's a bow tie thong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Accurate description. Yeah. <laughs> Estrina, you enjoy, correct? <laughs> I thought you said he wasn't wearing the bow tie thong. I'm allowed to tell jokes. And, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, hello. It's the woman from earlier. Hi. <laughs> it hardly looks like a bow tie or a thong. Your tree friend is more aptly dressed to such a description. Well, uh, he, he does tend to limit his clothing to the bare essentials. It would be okay. funnier if he was a bear. So, uh, this is my first time uh, having such a formal setting in the Shadow Plane. I'm I'm hoping I'm not committing any particular faux pas. What what sort of things should I expect uh, from from this gathering? What what sort of dishes are going to be served? Uh, Are the forks supposed to be placed in a particular way? I don't know what's going on. Enjoy yourself. Okay. <laughs> I think Riley's gonna maybe have a little bit of fun at the table, 
and as the dinner goes on, if we have like a lot of no, plates, this isn't like, dinner. This was just like a, a oh, pre-dinner meeting. A pre-dinner meeting. God, I hate nobility. Like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> just like in real life. Great. Well, Riley's gonna make a mental note to have fun at dinner, I guess. <laughs> pre-dinner god damn it i think i think shortly thereafter after introductions and such are done uh estrina will actually call for dinner and another bell will ring uh there would have of course been enough time for shadow to have gotten uh dressed and whatnot for right. this and so dinner is called and uh, a very large room uh, with a very large table uh, is set with all manners of of food that smells delightful if it to some degree looks a bit alien to you. Uh, you can see that several lights have been set out uh, for the benefit of the light-bearing guests and you all go and take some Take whatever seats you feel most comfortable with. Uh, Shadow, where are you sitting? Oh, she'll sit with Grandmama and Truth at one end of the table. I mean, Grandmama sits at the head of the table, but I'm assuming they'll each sit on either side of her. All right. Uh, Void will also sit nearby you, as nearby as he can not be shooed away by a Shay. And uh, Riley, where would you like to sit? Either across the table or next to Leaf. Okay. Uh, pick one. It's going to matter. Uh, if he sits across the table from Leaf, can they still like see each other? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they set out like more of these little lights. Okay. Yeah, in, just... in conglomeration, they shed a decent amount of light. Sounds good. Then, yeah, across the table is fine. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, Leaf, I guess... Other than across from Riley, where might you like to sit? Um, I, I think he's going to try his damnedest. Like he, he's just politely trying to scoot the chair next to the seat that he, it's, it's just like a random spot, right? But he's trying to scoot the chair like adjacent to him over as as like subtly as he can and to try and like make room for Bucks at the table or something. <laughs> Box kind of comes in and he like shoves a couple of seats over and and like pumps yeah. down next to the table. This gets a few looks but <laughs> nobody says anything. And he, he just you know pats him on the shoulder and he's like you know new and improved with your little bow tie. There's no way I'd let you sit out of dinner. He just says, but I don't eat this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like in green speech. Yeah, and that's that's perfectly fine. But you can still enjoy the experience and, you know, just being in the presence of people. This is a gathering. The food's only part of it. He sits up a little bit straighter and he's just like, hmm. Yeah. And uh, so Russo will sort of sit near-ish to the end where Estrina is. Uh, Nina will uh, sit sort of in a rough location of 
like between Rousseau and between Riley. Uh, window will sit roughly near uh, Shadow and Void and Truth. And of course, there are several Shay guests as well that are spread amongst these. Um, one of which like asks Winda to move uh, and she'll like move a seat over and and that Shay will sit there. And then there comes a very cold touch at your shoulder, Riley. Okay. <laughs> so like if you look up, there's one of these Shay dressed in a very uh, fancy long dress uh, with long shiny gloves and a porcelain mask. And she says, I think you've ended up in my seat. Oh, my apologies. I didn't know there was a science seating. And he will, um, he'll uh, stand up for the lady and provide her the chair that she requests. Thank you. You're so polite. Yeah. And he'll like push in the, you know, it's all formal, like he'll push in the chair for her. And then he'll uh, go find other seating. And she kind of like put, puts her chin over on her hand and she's like hello again elf <laughs> um yeah so <laughs> i think if that's like the the last thing riley hears as he's about to like go away he thinks to himself that this is probably funnier than anything he could have done at the table <laughs> totally. so he wants to if he can resituate himself nearby so that if things get really up. bad he can help out leaf but he totally wants to be able to like listen in to see how this goes alright easily enough done cool <laughs> you can go <laughs> grab one of the chairs that box pushed over and be like yeah. hey box give me some room yeah that's fine that's good uh well all yeah. the sh- uh, shuffling of seats are taking place Nisa's gonna lean over to her grandmama and tell her say um Grandmama, I do not wish to be rude, but do something about your guest and get Void back up here with me. No, Void wasn't asked to move. Well, you said that he said as near as he could because the Shay made him move. No, Winda was asked to move. Yes, but before that, you said Void said as close as he could with the Shay okay. being for position. So she will... Uh, she will speak softly, but uh, indicate that the one nearest you should swap places with Void. <laughs> and there's obvious, like, discontent there, but uh, Nisa don't they will. Right, but I know you don't give a fuck, but there's obvious discontent there, but they will do as asked. Thank you. And so we'll find out what happens at dinner next time? Hello, Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for that. Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. 
I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler, cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Duster's Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning, and uh, I kind of had... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Eterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.